Hi, and welcome back to Beyond She Face. I have my first official special guest, Mama B, in the building. I'm going to be asking her a bunch of different questions and things. But first of all, let's have her introduce herself. Hello, it's Mama B in the house. Okay, she's going to need to talk louder because right now she's not talking very loud and she can definitely yell. You know what? Too much attitude. It's not too much attitude. Anyways, okay, so we're going to start off with would you ground me scenarios, okay? Mind mind you, I am a grown adult. I realize that I like to say certain explicitives, so we will not say those. But, okay, so would you ground me if you found out that I snuck out? Depends on the reason. What reason would there ever be other than you said no and I did it anyways? Well, no, but if you're going to help a friend out who's help in trouble, a not a problem. Help if you're a going friend. to meet up someone of the opposite sex, heck yes, you're grounded. How would you even know unless I told you after the fact? That's why I'm going to start hiding the car keys. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, what do you think dating is like or advice that you have for people who are my age right now? Like what advice would you give people my age for dating? First of all, you don't listen to my advice anyway. Okay. That might be true. But what about <laughs> what about the dating advice for people who are my age who I, would I listen think... to you? I think the biggest piece of advice is to trust your gut. Um, don't be in a rush. You know, I know everybody's talking about leaping in and out of relationships, but it. I don't be, know be if people are saying first. that. But I think it's important that you actually like this person. And yeah, I but don't how mean, do you know how you how do you know if you like someone? So if you're going out, okay, first date. If he opens the door for you, if he asks you, hey, what do you like to eat? If the, he bar so the, the bar is so low. The bar is so low. If he. <laughs> It's three o'clock in the morning and you get this, hey, want to come over, watch a movie? When you know damn well there's no movie. Okay? Let's go back to the date with the phone. Please, did not, have not the traumatizingness. Not you here exposing me. But, I mean, it doesn't matter how old you are. It's the same thing. We all want someone who's going to be our friend. Who can make you laugh? Who's not a complete idiot? If he can put two sentences together and is grammatically correct, as opposed to midget... Then I think, yeah, that's a good person. Why are you out here throwing so much shade towards me? Not only have you thrown shade towards the man and his phone about let's watch a movie. Now you're throwing shade about me saying bidgets. Also, if you don't know, I saw the word bidget and I thought it um, it's not a bidget. It's apparently a bidet. I don't understand why the G is there, but alas, we move. Okay, How, what are your thoughts on just um being flued out like let's say you meet someone and he's like hey i want to buy you a, t a round trip ticket and flight to come to miami stay in a hotel all this like what are your thoughts on being flued out somewhere tropical? girl make sure your passport is always current just like if you're back <laughs> home you have next money if he says he's flying me out i'll be like when when am I coming? <laughs> Not to make sure your passport. You're done. You're done. Listen, you never know. You know, as long as I have my own hotel room, not a problem. And it locks. So we good. So you're open to being flued out. Girl, when you asked me that question, I was like, what the hell is flued out? So 
thank you for explaining. But yeah, you know, you never know. I went to spend the weekend, the first weekend in Niagara Falls. I had didn't know. I wasn't flued out, but I was trained out. So it's okay. Train- <laughs> I can't. I cannot. Okay. Um, okay, this is this is honestly a very spicy and controversial topic that a lot of Wait, people do we need a drum roll? hang on. Um, what are your thoughts on women proposing or just people surprised like proposing when their partner isn't like necessarily down for it and they just throw it at them just somewhere in public like, hey, will you marry me? No. The silence was so loud. You know what? I, I think I'm like you. I think asking someone to marry you takes a lot of courage but it's also a big step. And I think if you have been with someone and he can't get his act together and you have to ask him to marry you, great, because I'm all for independent women. However, let's not do it out in public so the man looks at you kind of like, you know, deer in a headlight and then walks away and you're sitting there going, uh, uh. So, don't, so, don't, so don't spring it on them is what you're no, saying. No, I, I think you need okay. to have the conversation. Hey, how would you feel if? Um... Okay, um, would you become an influencer? Oh, darling, I am already an influencer. Like, everybody knows Mama B. I so what you're saying is, if a brand was to approach me, you would absolutely work with them on a paid capacity. Sure, what the heck not? You know what? You're, you're never old. I'm not dead. There's always new opportunities coming my way. Why not? No, of course, I will be asking you for all the tips and how to do it and everything else. Because who's going to record it? Who's going to record this this brand partnership? I'm going to be the one. So I think it's only fair that you get 80 and I get 20. Yeah, I have no problem with that. That's fine. I need a manager anyway. So period. Alrighty. You heard it first. Mama B is becoming an influencer. Um, Alrighty. Let's see what else. What would you do if you were a millionaire? Like, what's the first thing you're doing? You win the Lotto Max jackpot, 70 mil. Hmm. Paying off my debts, paying off your debts and James's debts. James is my brother, if you don't know. Yeah, the, the brother's debts. Um, you know what? I think I'd like to buy a house. I think it's time I own something that's mine. It doesn't have to be a mansion because I know people who do welding crazy things. So they're a million as I listen. You got bills to pay. I, I would like to have something that's mine. That every day when I go and I put the key in the lock, it's my house. It's my place. I am not doing a condo because I'm not paying anybody else HOA fees. Um, And I would like to go on vacation where I don't look at the price of a ticket. Where I just call the airline and say, I want to book a flight to Italy. I want to stay in a villa. And I'm not constantly going, oh, let's look at the cheap time. Let's look at the least expensive time to fly. That I can actually take a breath. And for two weeks, relax and do nothing. Two weeks seems then like of such course, a short time. Well, that's just the first vacation. Then, of course, the most important thing, I'm going to tell everybody I work with to kiss my block because I'm done. <laughs> and I will work because I want to. And not because, not because, you because have to. I have to. I think that's the biggest thing right now is that you have to work to live and you don't. Yeah, you have to work to live. Well, yeah. And you know what? Not one job, two jobs, three jobs. I want to be able to work because I want to, not because I have to. And yes, I have a list of people that I'm going to tell off. So every day I keep adding to it. 
Are you writing this list down? Oh, no, I don't need to write it down. Yes. Oh, you have it off the top Listen, of your mind. Listen, when I walk in, I'm going to be pointing them all out and going, I'm you, I'm you, I'm you, So I'm we you. should look out for you on World Star. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're going to see me on the news going, this crazy woman came in the mall today. And I'm going Just... to be wearing a full-on glamorous ball gown with the heels, my hair, and makeup done. So when I walk in the store, they all know it's mm. time. Alrighty, we'll be mentally, physically, emotionally, and try to be spiritually ready. Anything else Girl, that you're, you're doing? You're gonna be driving me to the mall, so oh, you know. No. You're gonna have to have a driver. I'm not. I'm not part of this. I'm not part of this. You're gonna have to have a driver. No sense of adventure. I have adventure. I have lots of adventure, but I honestly just. I'm not sure. I want to be part of your your million dollar, your million dollar vibe. <laughs> you know. It sounds it sounds a little wild, uh, a little too wild. Oh, if... I'm gonna be having a blast, so don't you worry. Okay, whining etiquette. We all know that, like, when you're in the club. Okay, you're talking your hips, not eating. There's only one type of wine. There's only one type of wine, Girl, and it's wine up your waist. Okay? Please don't body roll. Please don't body roll. <laughs> With all due disrespect, I cannot have you body rolling in the building. But it's it's a podcast. I think I finally got it. Please don't. Because you go down and up. Why do you do that with your shoulder? You know what? Be thankful <laughs> that some of y'all can't see what's happening because it's a hot, hot mess and not the good kind of hot. Okay, because this is the thing. We all know Carnival is here. You're from an island. We didn't even do a full introduction. What island are you from? Oh, I'm from Barbados. No, you have to be like, this is not the UK. This is Barbados. <laughs> I am a Bajan true and true. You're uh, true and true. That truly is such a Bajan thing to say. Okay, so you're from Barbados. Right. Tell me, what is whining etiquette? Listen. I just First have to of all, spring it on you. Yeah, thank you. Taking our thumbnail. First of all, you need to be able to move your hips. It's not your shoulders. It's not your feet. It's not your hands flailing. Says the it's person who hip. can't do a body roll. Listen, I forget the damn body roll, okay? And you have to be loose. So sometimes a little alcohol might be involved. If you are of the age. Okay, so there's no age in the Caribbean. But you, you have to be loose. And, and also, please listen to the music. There is a beat. Please don't tell me. No, you can't don't hear the listen to the beats. That's the problem, though. There are some people who can dance to the beat, and some people who can hear the rhythm. And I realize some people don't know rhythm and beats. You have to know the difference if because you some don't, people are not whining. So just forget it, please. Just you have to dance to the rhythm of the music, not the beat. You're you're leading the people astray already. Listen, I went to university. She was the sweetest girl. She was from Wisconsin. Okay, that already tells you everything you need to know. The first time I saw her dancing to reggae music, I was like, what the hell are you doing? She was like, oh, I'm whining. And I was like, to what? What are you hearing? What are you listening to? See, that's like, what I mean. That's when you dance so to the I, beat. No, you have to whine. You have to whine to the flailing. rhythm. The only thing we didn't do was do the whole leap across the floor. I said, think of a washing machine. She was like, what do you mean? The washing machine reference does not work for everyone. It worked for, like I said, Wisconsin. The washing machine reference if does not work for everyone, If you think of a washing though. machine, you have left, right. First of all, you need to know which one is left, Anika, and which one is right. Not you throwing so it much shade. this way and that way. Okay, to be fair, this way is your right, and that way is your left. Again. 
I don't work well under pressure. Okay, I've told you this. I don't work well under pressure. Left. That way, this way. So when you're doing it, left foot, right foot, and you start. No, don't use your feet. Don't no, don't use your feet. No, no. Once you've got your listen, trust me. Once you've got your feet, you plant your feet. I don't think this is good. And then you do your hips. I don't think this is good advice. Right. I think you should start with a figure eight. I think you should start with a figure eight. Listen. By the time you do that, they're back on. They can't walk. They, they joke up. Okay? I feel like the I feel like the figure eight is key for a, a good wine. Honestly, master a slow wine. If you can master a slow wine, you can yeah. do it just about anything. This, this do the figure a- eight. You just go around the bend. You come back around, and then you mm, and then then you can and then and from then, there. Of course, you have your tongue stuck out. I feel like every West Indian knows that once the tongue comes out, no, you're no ready tongue. to pelt your ways. No, there's no tongue anyway. She is the younger generation. I'm telling you for the old people. I, Hashing machine. No. Once you have done the feet and the left, right, left, right, then you speed it up. You have no, rinse. No, no. It's all in the, it's all in the hips. It's all in the hips. We're going to have to agree to disagree. We're going to have to agree to disagree. After you've had a couple drinks and you have the cute man behind you. No, don't, don't look back. You could pelt that. Play, play the song. You're only looking for trouble if you look back. Don't look back. Whatever you do, do not drop anything and go to pick it up. Oh my gosh. So you know what I mean? Bend down and roll your belly? Don't do it. No, it's bend down and touch your toes. Pooch back and let your boxy roll. And then it's cat. Why are you giving me that dirty look? Yes, it's catch a bucket of water. Where's Rhea? Where is Rhea? Rhea's my best friend. Not bend down and touch your toes. Yes. Okay. Um, this is a very hot. A very hot topic online, brand trips. What are your thoughts on brand trips? Brand trips are essentially you being flewed out by a brand and paid for and working. But like we know that Tarts went to Turks and Caicos. Tarts put, took people to Dubai. I'm trying to think. Benefit used to take people to Bora Bora and Hawaii because we got to say it properly. Hey, my workplace used to do trips too. They used to go to Cancun, Mexico. Here's the thing. I think... If it's a brand trip, the brand needs to know the reason for the trip. Are you taking your bestie besties so you can hang out and then write it off as a tax write-off? Or are you genuinely... The CRA and the IRS has entered the chat. Thank you. Or are you genuinely (laughs) looking to reward these people and these influencers who support your brand? Who support your products who are always telling and recommending well i guess there's a difference between influencer then and a content creator no but i'm talking about people who are always speaking about your brand about your product who are telling their clients who are telling their followers who are always there supporting you yeah Those but are i the think people that should go here's the other thing please don't tell me oh i took the woman from work and i took my friend and my auntie and this one and that one or i took this influence okay but well, what have they ever done when is the last time they posted about you free I think I think page. though though like those those big kahunas the kahunis I don't know the word the cajones kahunis anyways those types of people the big exec people they're looking at the ROI the return of investments like they're thinking okay these people have hundreds of thousands of followers if we take them on a lavish brand trip then we're gonna get people I mean people were talking about the Tarte brand trip for like weeks but not for the right reason okay they yeah there we go okay okay point controversy. I'm talking about people who are going where from the time they hear they're going, they're going to be all over their social media saying, guess what? 
They're well, going I to guess... be doing the countdown. They're going to show the pack with me and get ready. They're going to show I love them the airport, on the bed listening the to the landing, the entire trip. They're going to be supporting and promoting the brand. I but guess I'm not for talking about the people saying, "Hey, I went on a brand trip and that's all you hear about." But I guess for like Tart and them, they thought like. Well, I guess they didn't expect the bad publicity, but you know, somewhere someone's manager is saying bad publicity is still publicity and it's still good publicity. Yeah, like no, you're still sense. getting people to talk about your brand, but they're not buying any of your products. So all they're doing is talking about you and you're on a blacklist somewhere. People are going, hoy, hoy. So no, I told you it's ha ha. It's not ha ha. It's, it's hoy, hoy. It's ha ha. Listen, for all the Bajans listening, it is not ha ha. It is hoy, hoy. It's ha ha. Okay. It's ha ha. So overall, your thoughts on brand trips are they need to be a little bit more thoughtful and put a little bit more mindfulness Correct. behind them. Correct. It shouldn't just be a getaway so you can write it off as a, on, on your taxes. It should really be to, and you know what, please don't keep taking the same people for every damn brand trip. Like there must be more than those 10 people that go on every but single I guess, trip. But I guess for brands, have. they're looking at popularity, right? They're looking at the people who have high views, have high engagement. And, and I get that. And I'm not saying that we don't want to reward them, but we don't need to reward them for every single trip. There are other people out there as well who may not be as big, but are just as faithful, just as loyal. And that's the way you say, hey, thank you. We really appreciate you. So you're kind of, you don't mind a brand trip, but brands need to put a little bit more thought into they, they the trip. They need to plan it. Don't shots, throw it together. Shots have been fired. Okay. I mean, I feel like this has been quite the interesting thing. Are there any takeaways that you want to give the people? Are there anything else? Um. I, I think, it doesn't have to be about brand trips. It can just be no, in general. Life I, I advice. I think people need to understand that what you do is not just pelt something together, come right off the top of your head. Although, yes, sometimes there are times you do that. But being an influencer um, is a lot of work. And I didn't realize that and appreciate how much work is involved until you started doing this. I think I see the end result, which is the cutesy little video or the little TikTok or the post up on Instagram. And you think, oh my God, you know, that's it. You just threw that together. And then when you start filming, you're like, Jesus Christ. Oh, sorry. <clears throat> Jesus. <laughs> on the fifth or sixth or seventh or 10th take, get the thing right. And then you realize, well, no, because my face was looking the wrong way, because my shirt was off, because the product wasn't right, because it wasn't centered. So you think there's like a lot of misconceptions when it comes and to then even content creators and influencers. That perfect take, it's the editing. Oh my gosh, I did not realize how much work it was to edit before you then put it up. Or even when you have, for example, a collaboration with someone, you don't just shoot the video and, and post it. You have to shoot it. You have to tweak it. The pages and pages and pages and pages of instructions and what you have to say and can't say and do and not do. And then you finally get the final product and you send it to them. And then it comes back because they didn't like this. They didn't like that. They didn't want to hear this. And it's like, wow. When I finally see the end result, I don't see the three, four, five weeks of work and the hours that went into it. And I think for that, you really should be properly compensated. So don't come back and say to me, I want two videos and a post and all of this. And I'm going to give you $500. 
because if you break that down by hour of wages, that's nothing. Mm -hmm. The I amount think, of work that I think you're that's putting a, I think that's a, a big thing. The, is the, not equal to that. The biggest thing is influencer pay gap, and I see a lot of posts on my FYP of brand managers and social media managers saying that influencers sometimes are charging ridiculous amounts and rates. And to me, as a content creator and influencer, sometimes I've spent like eight hours filming. That's not even including editing and so stuff. So here's, here's my thing. Then have that manager that's complaining about how much you want to be paid. Go do it. Hey, why don't you go edit that video and, and follow all those rules and deadlines and everything else and then produce it and see how long it takes you and then send it in and have it sent back two, three, four times to be rewritten, refilmed, redone. And then tell me if you really think your $500 is adequate compensation. Maybe then you will appreciate why people want to be paid for their time because this is a job. This is not a hobby. This is not something you're doing off the, you know, the seat of your pants. Mm -hmm. It takes work. It also takes talent. It takes a lot of knowledge to do what you guys do. And every day I have a lot more respect for you and a lot of these other influences. It's not easy. And I think people are overly critical. It's very easy. Oh my God. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you know what? Why don't you try doing it? And I always say, just like you say when you're on Facebook, if you have nothing good to say, keep scrolling. Mind your own damn business. People are very critical. And I think instead of pulling people down when you see someone who's doing well, just say great, because you don't know how much hard work and energy and effort they put into it. But we're very quick to be pointing the finger, to be looking to criticize. And I'm sorry, we're women of color. We are not supportive and encouraging of each other. We always like to be pulling each other down. We have ne nothing good to say as opposed to saying, hey, you know what? I am happy for you. How, what can I do to help you? How can I support you? How can I invest in you? I think, I think this kind of goes into the conversation of friendships in your 20s. I feel like the friendships in my 20s have been... Oh, they're flaky. They're all flaky. You know, it's a quid pro quo. I'll be your friend if I get this or you do that or I do this. It's always like, you know, well, I did so much for you. And I did all of this. It's like, hello, this is not a balancing act here. You're my friend because you want to be my friend and you care and like me. Not because you spent all these hours and times and everything else with me. I think that was the biggest thing I realized recently with the interaction with someone is that I, I just, I'm not going to say hate, but I have a strong dislike for when people do things for you and you just think like, oh, that's just like what friends do. And then it kind of turns around and gets thrown in your face. Like I did all of this for you. And so I, I think it's being a chronic people pleaser too, of being taken advantage of and I don't want to say being a nice person because people don't like the, the connotation well, when you say you're a nice person. You, and again, you know what? I'm old and I'm grown and I have no problem saying I've made mistakes in my life and I will continue to make mistakes. But the thing is, is not to repeat the same mistake over and over again because it's a habit. But you have always said to me that people do what they think you want them to, but not what you actually need. And, and that always resonates with me where, where I'm trying to buy something for you or I'm trying to do something for you. Is it because this is what I think you want or is this generally something that you need and you would appreciate because they're very separate things. Sometimes I think, I'm doing it I for think me too, a lot of people as are... opposed to I should be doing it about I'm you. all for being selfish and I think a lot of people are selfish and 
as much as they say that they care about other people, everything kind of is about them. And if it's not about them and it's when they're good and all of that stuff, I mean, you are only as strong as your weakest link. And I feel like if you have the means to help people and you see people struggle, it's weird to want to see your friends struggle. It's weird to want to see people like get hurt to kind of come back afterwards and say like, well, I told you so. I don't know if I had the means and like financially, I feel like that's the biggest thing I wish I could give my friends is if I had the financial means, like I don't want to be rich if my friends aren't up there with me being rich. What is the point of being rich and not struggling if my if I see my friends struggling if I'm but, working but with part brands of the thing, though, is just that you've got to be careful because for me I don't want people to give me things because they have it I want them to give it to me because there'll always be a part of you that goes well how am I supposed to pay it back like why I, I wouldn't this? I wouldn't want them to pay me back like I genuinely if I see you there like I think with brands it's the biggest thing if I know someone loves this brand and works with them and I have the opportunity like it's no thing off my back to say hey you know next time here's xyz like there's enough money in everything for everyone there's enough room at the table and i think that's my thing is i've always said that there wasn't enough room at the table and that's why i wanted to make my own table because i would rather make my own table and sit alone or have one or two people there than be at a table and not feel seen or good enough or that I have to change who I am. And yes, there are things that we all can work on and do better and all of that kind of stuff. But I don't know. I just, I think that's the biggest thing and lesson I've learned in my 20s with friendships and stuff is that sometimes you have friends who give a lot and I'm one of those givers, but you also meet people and have friends who take a lot and you become kind of exhausted because when they take you don't give and you don't really not give, but you don't get anything. Yeah. You, you pour all of your stuff out into other people's cups, but you don't really get it back into your cup. And I know people would be like, well then just don't do that. I don't know. I've just, I'm, I'm, but here's the thing I'm older. So as you get older, you worry less about other people and you focus more on what do I need? What do I want? And I don't mean that in a bad way, but sometimes you cannot, people always say that you can't fill from a, you can't give somebody a drink if your cup is empty. So if you don't take care of yourself, if you don't fill up your own time, if you don't take care of you, then how are you going to be able to give to anybody else? And after a while, there's nothing left. And people will take and take and take and take and take and take and take as long as you allow them to. And as hard a lesson as that is, sometimes you do need to say no. Sometimes you do need to walk away. I think the tricky thing with saying no, though, is that somehow you end up being the a-hole and, like, the bad person. And you know That what? even though That's when people fine. have, like, done you dirty, when you do it back and you're like, you've had enough, then it's wrong. And you know what? That's fine. I, I'm old and grown, and I'm perfectly content when people say, oh, but you're, it was your fault. Great. You know what? Piss off. I don't need that. I don't need you. I don't need your drama. I don't need all that negativity in my life. I don't need that where I am right now. Life is hard enough without surrounding yourself with people who just suck the joy out of your day. And if you have nothing good to contribute, if you have nothing good to say, and I don't care who you are, then I will walk away from you. I don't need that. Well, on that note, this has been quite the incredible episode. We have, yeah, we've covered a lot of topics. Oh my goodness. I 
have hot nest of my brows. Anyways, I want to leave this off by saying that you can always find Mama B on my Instagram, Beauty with Bodden, and my TikTok. I usually wax her. I'm going to give her a facial once we come back from our vacation. She likes to wax me just to hear me hold her <laughs> um and um yeah other than that this i think this was quite a fulfilling episode and you know what i want to end by saying how proud i am of you it's not easy um every day is a challenge but you know what you never give up some days are good days some days you just want to lie in bed and cover your head but the important thing is is every single day you try and that's the most that anyone could ask of you so you know what i'm really excited to be a guest i can't wait to listen to more of the episodes and hey i'll be here not you make me emotional. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Let, let me do my body roll to end it. Please don't. Please don't. Oh Woo-hoo! my gosh. Okay. Yeah, we gotta go. Alrighty. Thank you guys so much for listening to Beyond Sheet Faced. I should almost I be said, whining? Please Left. don't. Please don't. Right. Okay. Left. <laughs> right. Bye, guys. <laughs>